Good evening. I'm here to bring you a message very brief by the grace of God. But before we do that, can we take a word of prayer? Father, thank you for understanding which is the key to revelation and which forces darkness to depart because darkness cannot dwell in the presence of light. Grant us better understanding this evening and glorify your name in the word spoken. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I will be talking about the four keys to the kingdom in 2021. Um, let me take Matthew chapter 5 from verse 3. The Bible says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I'd like to clarify something at the risk of annoying someone. I'd like to clarify something. The kingdom of heaven mentioned here, it's not going to heaven after the rapture or rapture heaven, no. And we're talking about the realm of God's existence on earth, God's resources, God's power, God's grace. Everything God prepared on earth for the comfort of man is called the kingdom of heaven. Now, if you agree with me, fine. You don't go to search on your own. Now, but the issue is this. There are four keys I know of. There could be more. Your opinion. Keep an open mind. That I discovered that God prepared, talked about, and carefully explained to us is how you get access to his kingdom, his rights, power, prosperity, influence, increase, solutions, there are four keys. Now, the first one is the one they talked about, but let me just show you this one. In the book of Matthew 19, 16, 23, because I want to keep this video short, I want you to read on your own. Now, Matthew 19, 16 to 23, specifically in verse 23, Jesus said, it is difficult for the rich to enter the word there is enter, enter means access. That is basically what is about to reveal to you is a key that grants you access to the fullness of his kingdom, power, influence, solutions, whatever. Now, what was he talking about? He was talking about a rich man who came to him and said, Master, how do I enter the kingdom? And he said to him, keep the commandments. Why? Because in the scripture, also in the book of Matthew, the Lord Jesus said, Until your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the Pharisees, you cannot by any means, he had to add by any means, enter into the kingdom of heaven. But you need to understand that the Pharisees at that time were prideful people who went about explaining that they kept all the laws of God. In fact, what guarantees you access into pharisaical office is that you keep the law, Ten Commandments of Moses, the 5,200 or 724 articles of the Ten Commandments, then you are a Pharisee. So when he said greater than that, what he meant was it was never going to be enough. That is why if your Christianity is based on do's and don'ts and the law you keep and it's making you prideful and arrogant, there's no means for entering the kingdom, having access. So when he said to the rich man, 
keep the law. The rich man said, of course, you know, by then, Jesus had not died, so grace was not present. So the rich man said, I've kept all the law from my childhood. The Bible says he loved him. Then he said to him, go sell everything, give it out to the poor, come follow me. Now, I used to be, I used to misunderstand why, and I dwelt a lot on the go sell everything, and which makes people uncomfortable. But let me show you something. He saw something wrong in the man's heart and decided to attack it. What was wrong? He knew that the man's peace was based on what he had. Are you guilty? Is your peace based on the people you know? Is your peace based on the respect you earned over the years? Is your peace based on your reputation with people? Christian reputation, quote and unquote. And he said, sell everything. If that thing, your reputation is based on, is taken away from you, will you not be agitated? If you will be agitated, that thing is an idol in your life. And it is something preventing you from entering or having access into the riches, abundance, fullness of God. Remember, Satan came to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came to give life and give it what? Abundantly. There is an abundantly of God. Think about that. Are you anxious of things? When things are taken away from you, do you become agitated, not exaggerated, sorry, agitated? Let me give you a scenario. I was talking to a young woman. Suddenly a text came in, and in the text there was, of course, it was a money text. Now, we were sharing the word of God. We could understand it. She's going to probably kill me after this. But she stood up when the text came, because it was about money, to go and call friends, to come and let, tell them, I got money, things coming. I told her to sit down, not to move. Or, do you have a level? For some of us it is, how much is it that when God requires of you, will break you? <laughs> Some people are comfortable, 5,000, 10,000. What if God asks you for a million? Will you still be comfortable? Don't be anxious for things. Tell God to cure it in you. The Bible says in John 15, 2, it is God the Father, the husbandman, that purges you so that you can bear much fruit. This is a problem. Deal with it. The second key to the kingdom access to God's provisions in every area and solutions is you must have the heart of a baby. Matthew 18 verse 3 and 4. Not the heart of a child. Most children these days are scary. That's why that verse of scripture actually said little child. Sorry, I'm not doing propaganda about children, but you know what I mean. You must have the heart of a baby. A baby has no concern. They don't care what is happening. They don't care what is going on. Why? They have a father. Someone must take care of them. Don't listen to the news about the evil world. Now, here's the thing. Do you believe you have become, because I have to talk to every grade, do you believe you have become spiritually mature? If you are spiritually mature, you must come to the point where 
even when your faith fails, your understanding of God being your father never fails. Hold on to that. Very, very important. You need to pray and tell the Lord to teach you how to have the heart of a baby. Jesus had the heart of a baby. Number three key, be spiritually poor. It's not about physically poor. The word poor there is not the same as the poor Jesus used when he was talking to Judas who said, why wasn't the ointment sold and the money given to the poor? No, he said, the poor you have amongst you always. No, that poor is different from this poor. Go check it out by yourself. But this poor means depressed, continuously coming to God in an undeserved manner, continuously reminding yourself how undeserving of God's grace you are. It is hidden in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, 10. I will continue to remind the Lord, verse 10, of how unfortunate, how unrighteous, how imperfect, how full of afflictions I am and undeserving of His grace. It is a nature you must have. And the concurrent promise is when you have that nature, the kingdom of heaven is yours. I'm not trying to condemn anyone. I am learning too. And as I learn, I discovered most times you can't work out that behavior in you. But God can work it out in you because he's the one who has the right to purge. So you talk to the Lord. Give me this thinking, this behavior. Finally, number four, and I'm about to round up. He says, through undeserved affliction, or as the word of God used it in Acts chapter 14, verse 22, he said, by many tribulations shall we enter into the kingdom. Listen to me. Everything undeserved you suffer, God did not plan. The kingdom was actually specifically provided for those who suffer unrighteously. Let me use the word unrighteously in a loose term. But the point I'm making is whatever Satan throws your way, you don't deserve. Even if you sinned, his death means you don't deserve it. So he created the means. But it is also the reason why in Matthew chapter 5, um, he said, when you come under afflictions, pressure, tribulations, he said, rejoice. That's the one thing Christians don't know how to do. Rejoice in tribulation. God can give you the heart where you smile, when you are pummeled, where you rejoice, when you are suffering trouble. Because by that tribulation, by that pressure, you gain entrance into the kingdom. Let me pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask of you this evening to give us the heart by the keys you have explained to us to gain entrance into your kingdom. So that in 2021, we enjoy the fullness of of your grace in every measure, in influence, in provisions, in wealth, in reach, in helping out, in becoming solutions upon the earth. For that be your plan for us. Thank you forever in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for listening.